Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to Cafecito con Estrellita. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hola mi gente. <laughs> Welcome back to Cafecito con Estrellita. I hope you're all doing well this evening. And yes, I'm recording at night right now because you know that grad school life, it has me running all crazy hours of the day. Now, before I continue talking, let me go ahead and start off this episode with our fact of the day. Now, last episode, I talked about a few grad programs that are at Cal State's master degree level, and you don't need the GRE scores for them. I think that's awesome. Now, the thing I'm going to bring about Cal State's for this upcoming episode is the fact that Cal State freshmen, Cal State transfers, like any students pretty much that are trying to transfer to a Cal State, um, applications are up for you to potentially start for spring 2021 courses. And Again, applications are open. Go ahead to calstateapply.com, get her done, because the due date for those applications is actually on August 31st. Now, the nice thing about Cal State applications is you don't have to do a personal statement. Don't get me wrong, I love writing, like, I mean, at this point, I've done about three personal statements in my life just for, like, you know, transferring to universities or scholarship opportunities, things like that. So, I mean, I'm, I don't mind writing a personal statement. However, I do know that for others, it can be pretty time consuming when other responsibilities are like on the higher priority list. You know what I'm saying? So Cal States, they have a really awesome education system, super affordable. Well, um, let me rephrase that more affordable than UCs because let's be real four year universities as a whole, they're just expensive. But Cal States are definitely a lot cheaper than a UC. And if you're eager to continue your studies, even during this COVID time, I consider and advise you to apply when you can. You just have to submit your your transcripts that have your GPA on it, answer questions, pay your, I believe it's, I believe it's $55. Yes, to submit your Cal State app for transfer or for incoming freshmen. And then um, if you want to like further on, no, not further on, if you want to try and get it waived, um, you can go ahead and talk to the financial aid department, see if maybe you qualify to get your um, application waivers, your application waivers, you know what I'm saying? Now, I definitely am glad I shared that with you. Now, if you notice that I'm a little like, mumbo jumbo (laughs) which i really hope it's not too much i'm actually in finals mode so here's the thing i'm crazy i went ahead and signed up for three courses this summer for my program at cal state stanislaus now why would estrellita do that well here's the thing long story short i was supposed to have my interview for the program in may early may However, due to COVID-19 canceling like pretty much in-person anything, my interview got canceled and I had to wait till August to get all those requirements done. It's now August. I'm in the program, have been in the program pretty much. However, um, because I have to, I had to wait so long to get my interview thing done with the program, um, I have a super late registration date which meant that all the classes I needed were full. And I was like, oh, shoot, what the heck? Now, before I even like 
proceeded with like these three courses, I did talk to one of my advisors and I asked her, hey, real talk, I stacked up on these three courses because I, I don't know, I mean, I've been in school for so long, I should have known by now how fast summer is, but I guess you really don't know how fast summer is until you are taking grad level courses. Anyways, ask my advisor, I'm like, I know this is a lot, but I stacked up on these three courses because I had my interview canceled and I just want to make sure that I don't fall behind and potentially graduate on time, whatever that means. Now, she was actually pretty impressed that I was able to get all those classes in such a short amount of time. And she was like, wow, that's a lot. And I asked her, what what should I consider doing? And she told me, advised me, because at the end of the day, it is just advice because, I mean, she's an advisor after all. She looked at me and said, look, Sreya, I would honestly recommend that you just do your best to power through them because it." The fall semester is looking a little rocky and there is a chance that you may end up having to be super part-time instead of a regular full-time student. So if you can just get these requirements like done and over with, even though I know it's very hard, I recommend trying it out. So of course, she's the expert. I listened. I honestly don't regret it because I, I love that like I'm pretty much like ahead of the game in a sense like for myself but the way that everything's working so even if I do continue on super part-time student for the fall semester at least I won't feel that like how can I say this that needs to be like oh I feel like I'm gonna have to spend more money for this credential before continuing with the master's at this university you know what I'm saying so I feel like a kind of relief that the classes I need for the fall I'm doing in the summer, I'm done next week. Uh, Do I feel like pulling out my hair? Yes. Do I regret it? No, because I'm just trying to hustle and make it through and we're in COVID-19 right now. So what else can I really do other than work, podcast, and school? If you ask me, even though it's intense, I would not have picked a better time than now. (laughs) And of course, Estrellita spent like a good, let me see, it looks like I spent a good five minutes just talking about grad school and school. What's new? That's kind of my specialty. Now, one of the topics I did want to jump into, haha, once again, I learned during my program right now, is the concept of intrapersonal intelligence. Now, let me repeat that. Intrapersonal intelligence. Now, what is that? So, intrapersonal intelligence, it connects closely to social-emotional learning in the sense that it's a type of topic that is taught to students in the academic setting, most specifically K-12 through classrooms, to then teach students how to recognize and understand other students' emotions and actions around them. You know, so basically teaching students how to empathize with one another, how to be respectful, and whatnot. Now, you would probably think that this is kind of a, shouldn't it be common sense? Shouldn't kids know to just be nice to others? Shouldn't kids know not to be mean to others? Well, my friends, it's not that simple. Let's be real. Like, right now, I've noticed in the last few years, emotional intelligence, empathy, therapy, it's really been like, branching out right now in the last few years and I'm honestly 
in love with it. Like I love the concept of it. I love being so emotional intuitive. I love being around people that are emotionally intuitive because there's not that many around us, especially if you are from the minority group spectrum. Now I say that because believe it or not, guys, even though I am known to be very nice, empathetic, whatnot, there was a time in my life for a good while, I don't think I truly grasped the meaning of what empathy and understanding emotions and boundaries truly meant. Yes, people would classify me as a nice person. People would say, oh yeah, Star's always happy. She's always positive. And that's great. However, as maybe it's embarrassing, maybe it's not, but I didn't learn how to be truly emotional intuitive until my mid-20s. Well, I'm 25, but you know what I'm saying. And I'm glad I learned it now because better late than ever, but that's why intrapersonal intelligence, I mean, it's been around for a while. However, it's now really being put into our K-12 through classroom settings and I think that's amazing, especially once again, going back to the minority group students, because here's the thing, let's be real. And I'm mainly just going to highlight the Latinx community because once again, I am Mexicana. So I'm pretty familiar with a lot of our stereotypes and many of the dehumanizing traits that can come into our cultura. Like I love my raíz. I love mi tierra. I love everything that comes from Latino America that has made me who I am. However, that does not mean that I'm not fully aware of many negative attributes that can also be stemmed from there. However, that's why it's important to educate ourselves, to then minimize and put a stop on those negative attributes as much as possible to then continue to grow as a community, as a society, as a whole. Now, Growing up in a Latinx household, there, and I'm talking about the super, I don't even want to say traditional one because I don't think this should be a tradition, but it's definitely very common. I grew up in a Latinx household where obviously like my parents would be always working, which is great. That's why we are at the wavelength we're at and for me to still continue to study. However, because there was so much working all the time, that's why whenever they'd come home or like me and my siblings would come home, everyone would always be stressed. No one really knew how to communicate with each other that well in the emotional sense where not everything had to be a novella. Like, I don't know how else to put it, but it's like there would be times that I'd come home from my classes and everyone would be home. And if for some reason someone did not put the Clorox wipes exactly in the same spot that it was and they used the last one, oh my gosh, that would turn into a two-hour argument. Do you feel me? I know you've. There, there are many of you that can relate to that type of scenario and you living something like that and it would last for two hours and at first it would start with the whole like why didn't you put the Clorox back where it was and then you tell them it wasn't me and then it would start to eventually go into and this is why I regret having you (laughs) like how does that go from not having Clorox wipes to uh I don't know why I had you so yeah a lot of those types of arguments would have now again even though I would consider myself a pretty 
happy go-getter type of person it did take me a long time to understand that like estrellita not everything has to be a novela like just because somebody doesn't text you back within the next two hours doesn't mean you have to spend the rest of your life being the worst texter to everyone because you're emotionally scarred you know what i'm saying so it's like yeah i mean but it is what it is i'm owning my truth okay guys so obviously in the latinx community as again i've mentioned i feel like a lot of intrapersonal skills need to be implemented in our minority school districts because i know i'm not the only latina or latinx individual that comes from these households and a lot of the times when us latinos latinx individuals continue to grow i mean for myself as i continue to grow even if i would try and address like hey why do we always argue like it's a novella why can't we like why does life have to be so difficult it doesn't have to be that hard and even if i would try to say it in a calm tone it's like nothing would change unless something dramatic happened which then would cause more stressors which then will make my neurons literally feel like they were going to explode <laughs> if you've been there go ahead and put your thumb up even though i'm not there because again it's just a common thing now does this mean that our parents tias tios abuelas whoever was living in the latin ex household with us does that mean they're evil no does that mean they're bad people no i genuinely don't believe that people are bad except if you're a serial killer if you know what i'm saying but i do know for a fact that it's very common for people to jump on the hate train so if you're living in a latinx novela type setting and pancho is over here is getting yelled at because he didn't leave his shoes in the proper place they needed to be and then mom starts yelling at him then eventually dad brother and sister florida i don't know where i came up with that name but all of them in the household will tend to jump on that hate train just to go ahead and start like bringing down panchito making him feel bad and then boom it's just a negative household and nothing ever gets talked about and it's like what's going on so because of all that i think it is very important that not only we continue with these intrapersonal skills in school districts to then like help shape our students who are the future to be more emotionally intuitive but i also do believe that a lot of us latinx individuals specifically our parents and tios and even ourselves like if you're a millennial like me you should consider going to therapy whether you have not, whether you think or don't think there may be an underlining issue inside of you i mean therapy's great no even if you go for for reasons of, to just want to share or just to want to talk so therapy i think it's a great thing especially for us that did not receive that much intrapersonal learning intelligence skills in our curriculums now one of the consequences of not fully being emotional intuitive is like i said like people we just tend to continue to grow and even though we may like physically be growing like you know we age different things change 
if we don't really connect with our emotions and try to understand why we are the way we are, why we do things the way we do, then it can really like leave this like pain inside of you that you don't know exists until like it just comes out randomly. And once again, I can speak from that from experience. And what got me to think about this concept was actually, um, I saw this quote on Instagram, I believe it was on Latinx Parenting, and it basically said, let me find it, hold on, oh yeah, here it is, anything that's wrong with you began as a survival mechanism in childhood. Be kind to the thorns that were born to protect you. Now, when I read that earlier today, that's what kind of like, and motivated me to want to do this episode surrounding this topic with intrapersonal intelligence, um, social skills being put in the classroom to then continue empowering and having our Latinx minority group members just, you know, continue to grow and understand their emotional intelligence a lot better because if not, it's going to follow you for a very long time. And even though like... I, I feel like the best way I can explain this is once again just telling you from my personal experience. So growing up, another thing about me is I was known to talk. I was a talker, let me just tell you that. And I was also pretty loud. I mean, I was a theater kid for crying out loud. Now, um, the thing about me though is that even though I was loud, talkative, I would never defend myself and I would consider that as my wrong that I eventually grew up grew out of but never speaking up and defending myself was my wrong but eventually you know as this quote says the thorns that protected me now you would probably wonder to yourself Estrellita why wouldn't you defend yourself if people brought you down well let me explain I don't really like to argue. Now, debating in an academical sense, I can do that. Like, just give me two days to prepare my speech and we're good. However, if we're talking about like arguing, arguing, kind of like how I was kind of sharing with you right now about like, (laughs) if you don't put the Clorox away, that's going to turn into a two-hour argument. (laughs) Those kind of arguments I can't really do because... Even if I try to defend myself or like, I mean, not anymore. Now I can because again, I just got more intuitive with my emotions. I guess that's one of the pros I've learned from COVID-19. You have to eventually understand yourself. Now, because I would never fully defend myself, then when I'd be stuck in one of those two hour long fights that would eventually leave me feeling like my persona was completely de- humanized which means that like I felt like turd (laughs) um I would you know eventually start crying and I would just cry like that was always my mechanism is like if I didn't cry in front of you while you were yelling at me I would hold myself together and just then go cry and close the door in my room and just let it out now that was my biggest wrong but it got me through my childhood because since I'm not a fan of really arguing in those types of settings and I mean there's nothing wrong if you like to argue for like funny reasons but arguing to like I don't know just to argue to make people feel bad I'm not all about that and I don't I don't know I personally don't know 
like friends that are family members yes but they've also grown out of that too believe it or not now because I've never been that kind of person like let's say anyone in like my schools specifically K through 12 or anyone in my family if they would start to bring me down literally like I feel like my soul would be torn down (laughs) because it's like I don't know, everyone just always felt the need to advise me, but then it'd be super overwhelming because it's like I'd get ganged up on by family members to, for them to feel like they have to yell at me to make me understand something because I would never respond. It's like, let's say they'd say star, and I'll give you a legit example. If they would say star, you need to like stop being dumb, like you're always, always like never here it's like you're not life smart you're literally just book smart and that's all you are like I'm above you because I'm older than you and know more than you so I would hear things like that all the time now most people I'm sure would like stand up for themselves and that's honestly awesome I kind of applaud you for that like yeah that creates arguments but it's better to defend yourself at a young age than wait until you're like 24 and a half to learn how to do so but when I would hear comments like that or I would hear comments on my weight gain because obviously I was super thin my whole life and then when I went to UC Santa Barbara obviously I gained weight because your girl likes to eat she likes to drink her caffeine does it always have the healthiest things in it no but now my health lifestyle is different like more greens less carbs you know what I'm saying now because I'd always hear things like that, I would just shut down. I don't know how else to explain it, but I just shut down. I'd literally turn the other cheek and just take in everything that was thrown at me. And even if I had moments where I would stand up for myself or try to, it's like all the negativity that was being thrown at me would like overpower me. So me never truly speaking up for myself 100% was my biggest wrong. But then again, it's what has brought me up to where I am now, 25, happy where I'm at in my life right now. Because I felt like just staying, I felt like staying in my lane and just keeping my lips zipped while all the anger was being thrown at me would make the arguments somewhat go faster I mean it technically did because I wouldn't really always I wouldn't really say anything but that doesn't mean my mental health was good and obviously that's a wrong but I don't beat myself up about it too much because you know what it happened I've made it this far with my life for some reason I'm still here and I'm so grateful for it and if you've ever been in my shoes or have had something similar, you're not alone and I get you. And for some reason, Diosito still wants you here. Diosito gave you the characteristics that you have for a reason. And obviously, like, all of this, I've just now, again, like 24, 25, I've learned to be more emotionally intuitive in the sense where it's like, I can understand now that, like, people aren't evil people are just people and that's it like I mean I love people I love talking to literally everybody like if I could talk to everybody in the world I would if I could buy all of you a cafecito I would but I don't got that kind of money because I'm in grad school now um (laughs) if you ever felt like you had a 
a wrong in your life right now where in the sense like you never spoke up for yourself that was mine and you're fully aware of a wrong you may have had or may still currently have I want you to kind of just take the time to reflect back on why you believe that you have that wrong and what tactics you can do for yourself to make that wrong and put it grab that wrong and put it more in a positive light for you because at the end of the day you gotta look out for you mija you know what i'm saying you just gotta and we're gonna go ahead and leave it off like this but we'll be right back after this break <laughs> oh my gosh i am so silly I probably should have started this episode with announcing that, hold on, let me make sure my mic is on. Yep, it is. I probably should have started this episode with mentioning the fact that I have a giveaway going on. Oh my gosh, I think I was just so excited to like start recording and then just speak about how my week's been going and talk about, again, emotional intelligence, interpersonal learning, and how we need to like get on that to continue growing as individuals to like pretty much have less like emotional issues yeah so i was really excited about that stuff but i didn't highlight the fact that yes i have a giveaway going on and my sponsor is hija de tu madre if you have not seen her little red book that is titled the book of jefa moves go ahead on my instagram cafecito con estrellita look up i believe it's my second picture on my instagram as of right now and in that giveaway i have some cute sticky notes i have a fancy pen let me just tell you that i also have the hefa book moves i have a mug that says something about small victories i can't remember at the top of my head but it is very cute because how could i have a giveaway and not incorporate a cafecito mug i mean i have one right next to me right now i'm actually drinking um my cafecito from like my Keurig machine. I'm using the yellow Starbucks K cup right now because blonde roast, that's what it's all about. Now, what else I have in the giveaways? I also included just for funsies some two lashes, two sets of lashes, and a beauty blender. And I believe that's it. Yeah. Oh, and hand sanitizer because. Ugh, Come on, we are in La Rona, you know what I'm saying? Now, this giveaway, I mean, I've done a giveaway before during my days when I used to blog. However, this giveaway, it hit me different in the sense that I wanted to make sure that all the materials that I would provide in this giveaway and have sponsored um, were items that I knew could potentially help the parents that are going to be trying to homeschool their kids while also working and they've never done that before the i'm hoping teachers it could benefit them students themselves because i mean come on we all are pretty much going to be going through a really rough academic virtual year because it's new it's different but i know once we get the hang of it i'm sure we'll be fine but i just wanted to you know supply some good vibe materials go ahead and once again check out my instagram enter in that and see if you win me gente now after i stated that the next thing i wanted to talk about i my gosh i'm so lame so i always have like my notes and screenshots on my phone i also have them on my laptop however i don't always like to be messing with my laptop too much when i am recording because 
I like to minimize the background noise as much as possible. So that even goes with me using the keyboard. Anyway, so I keep most of my things on my phone when I want to talk about it for the podcast. Now, once again, as I was scrolling through Instagram, which I'm just loving so much how Instagram has been transforming itself into an educational type of platform because I feel like we're the generation of people that just want to stay woke. I don't know if that's still a term. Maybe I'm too old and that's why I'm still using it. But you know, it's true. Educate yourself. Now, this one quote or a fact, I don't really know how to describe it, but let me read it to you guys. It's by Mindfully Fresh. Just remember, we are all toxic. Every single human being is capable of being toxic, has been, currently is, etc. However, some people have the desire to be educated on it and do better while others will ignore any accountability and continue to act the same way. So pay attention. And Instagram has just been hitting me in the feels lately, but I also don't know if it's because I'm stressed with finals, probably both. And it really got me thinking because it's like, again, with COVID, with my move to different grad programs, I've had a lot of self-reflecting and a lot of things I had to own up with myself to then continue to grow as a better individual, not just for myself, but like for society, you know what I'm saying? Because let me just tell you, if I were to start this podcast a year ago, I wouldn't make it. Like, I promise you, I would not make it because again, yes, I'm nice. Yes, I'm sweet. Yes, I'm happy and positive, but I'm at a different mindset with all that. Like, I'm still the same person with those characteristics. However, like, just being emotionally intuitive really just makes you understand and be a better version of you to then be a better role model for others, you know, be a better podcast host for others, mentor, whatever it may be, you know what I'm saying? Now, I did spend this last episode, like I've already am at like 30 minutes of talking, so I'm just going to talk about this quote with again another example of mine, but I'm going to make sure not to make it too long because again, I want to respect everybody's time. Now, I can honestly say one of the toxic traits I've had Again, and even the nicest people, even if we don't want to be, because I didn't know it was me being toxic, but I have been known to be an enabler, not in the sense where I'm trying to like use people because no, (laughs) but more in the sense where if I saw somebody in trouble or if I saw somebody struggling, I would always make sure that I was there for that person for every single struggle, every single, and it was not with one person in particular. No, I've been like this my whole life. Like if, except for like this past year, obviously, but if someone were to be grumpy and they just happened to be in my circle of peeps, then I would feel the obligation to want to go and enable them by trying to like fix what's wrong with them by trying to like pretty much people please until they felt better but in reality obviously they didn't really feel better they just liked having the attention from somebody at least from my assumption looking back but because I portrayed enabling characteristics that made me toxic because someone who really truly understands emotions knows that they don't want to be enabling 
their loved ones around them because that's not good for them in the long run and that's not good for you because at the end of the day for people to really fully be there for each other they have to be there for themselves first and if I'm over there trying to be there for everyone but not myself I'm not nah I'm not really the best example to be around when you're feeling down pretty much or was and that's something I own something I've genuinely grown with like I can honestly say that I know how to say no now. I know how to remove myself from a situation. Don't get me wrong, sometimes it is hard because if I do hear like someone struggling more in the sense of like they need, like for example, obviously I work in education. So I'll hear parents talk about how and vocalize their opinions in like meetings and whatnot, how they want tutors for their students I mean their children because they want to make sure they succeed da, 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 da. and even though I do have the capability to tutor because I have experience in that and whatnot I have to literally be mindful to stop myself and be like Stria, you're in school you have two jobs right now and you're podcasting calm the mm, down <laughs> there is someone who could be way more flexible with their time than you that can help them and it's true there's so many of us in the world right now they're bound to find someone so I own that (laughs) now everyone um I'm gonna go ahead and well hmm I'm thinking give me give me two seconds does Estrellita want to share one more quote with you I don't know all right let me share one more quote before I log off I guess this episode mainly consisted of know your emotions in order to make it and analyze quotes i kind of live for it all right let me pull one up real quick i'm gonna go ahead and actually close my eyes and like randomize and just read the first one that pops up all right okay all right got it oh so this one is from the instagram handle latinas create shout out to you girls don't dwell on mistakes that were made. Focus on lessons learned. You are not your mistakes. You are living your lessons. Think about that. Reflect on that. And I hope you all enjoy the rest of your day. And thank you so much for sticking with this episode of Cafecito con Estrellita. Wish me luck on my finals. Don't forget to go ahead and enter my giveaway. It's up until August 17th. And stay tuned for more, guys, because I definitely have a lot planned for all of you. Te quiero mucho. Cuídense. Take care of yourself from La Rona. And we'll talk soon. Adios.